Hey everyone, what's going on? I'm Coach Mike, and welcome to this episode of the MindFit Method Podcast. All right, so today we're going to shift it up a little bit. And, you know, since I've started this podcast, and honestly, since I started MindFit back in 2017, um, MindFit has always been about the kids. It's always been about how to help kids create stronger minds and smarter bodies. And if you've kind of been following this podcast journey um, over the last almost 30 episodes, you'll probably notice that I have shifted a little bit into in just talking about kids and STEM and education and fitness and tying it more into things that we can do as adults. Um, and there's a reason for that because, you know, kids are looking for examples and role models. And we all know that, you know, uh, Instagram and TikTok and Facebook, you know, have created all these influencers. But in the end, as parents and teachers and coaches, we have the opportunity to have a very positive influence on our kids, not based upon what we say, but based upon what we do. And uh, that's why I've kind of shifted a lot of the focus a little bit in the podcast to things that we can do to you know, learn how to develop good habits, to learn how to take care of our bodies, to learn how to eat right, to learn that doesn't matter what weight, age we are, we can continue to learn. And because once we do that, we are then able to model that and share those things with our kids, let them see what we're actually doing so that they can model us. Um, but today is not about the kids. Today is actually just about me and you. And it's just about everyone uh, whether you're a parent, a teacher, a coach, a grandparent, um, whoever you are, uh, it's just about us because we do something every day, whether we like it or not. And the thing that we do is we age a little bit more every day. But I wanted to talk about aging today and I want to talk about the things that we can do to find that proverbial fountain of youth and have it impact us in a very positive way. So the giant question is this, how do we as parents, teachers, school administrators, policymakers, coaches, how do we prepare our kids for a future that doesn't yet exist? All while making them healthier, more creative, more innovative, better problem solvers, and overall successful contributors to society. That is the question, and this podcast has the answers. My name is Coach Mike, and welcome to the MindFit Method Podcast. So guys, I'm not going to sugarcoat aging, right? Um, I My mind still thinks that I'm about 27 years old, right? And yet I go to do things, and my body reminds me that I'm actually 20 years older than that, and that I'm not 27 years old anymore. But as frustrating as aging can be because yes, I know as we get older, we feel like we're getting more forgetful, right? Uh, we feel as though our body composition is changing. We feel as though we're just not as strong in certain things as we were before. Uh, sometimes we feel as though uh, we have aches and pains in places that we didn't even know it was possible to have aches and pains. So I'm not going to sugarcoat aging because aging is what it is and there's no way to sugarcoat it. But let's also talk about something else in a very serious manner because our aging is a gift, right? And it is a gift that many people do not have the luxury to have. I have friends that I grew up with. I have family members that I cherished. 
I've had coworkers that I've really admired over the years that never had the opportunity to age because their life ended too early. And as frustrating as aging can be, it is an absolute gift and it's one that we need to embrace. So while it may suck to age and all of the quote unquote side effects that come along with that, at the same time, we need to embrace the suck because as we are getting older, we are given the opportunity to be an aging adult. And that is something that we honestly need to cherish no matter how frustrating the quote unquote side effects can be. And in the intro today, I talked about the proverbial fountain of youth, right? And what can we do to reverse aging? What can we do to slow aging? Um, and the things that we can do may be very different than the things that people like Jeff Bezos are doing when they have billions and billions of dollars um, and can purchase medical treatments or experimental drugs or things like that that we just don't have access to. But it doesn't mean that there aren't things that we can do to slow our aging down or to even uh, reverse our aging a little bit. And it's not going to come as any surprise of what I'm going to talk about today in the world of exercise, but really more than anything, it's the world of self-care. Um, it's self-care of our bodies. It's self-care of our minds. It's self-care of our organs and our nutrition. Um, it's it's self-care of all of it. Uh, it's self-care of our emotions. Um, we have to take care of our bodies if we want them to last. And Really what I want to talk about today is the reality of aging on four very specific areas of our daily living and the effect that exercise and self-care has on that aging. And if you listened a while ago, I talked about three reasons why you should exercise, the three purposes of exercise. Uh, the first is your mind, the second is your heart, and the third is your body. Um, and that pretty much encompasses everything that exercise can have a very positive effect on. Um, but let, let's start today on your heart, right? Because make no mistake, as we get older, um, our heart undergoes several changes that can actually affect its structure and its function. Um, five of them, to be exact. Uh, the first is that our heart begins to thicken and there's an actual stiffening of the heart muscle. And with age, that heart muscle, um, as it becomes thicker and stiffer, it can make it harder for the heart to pump blood effectively, um, which doesn't sound very pretty, but it's just a fact of aging. The second is it actually, your maximum heart rate becomes decreased. So the maximum heart rate that a person can achieve during physical exercise uh, decreases with age, which can make it more difficult to engage in physical exercise. Um, also frustrating. I know that. Uh, changes in the heart's electrical system, right? The electrical system that controls your heart's rhythm can become less efficient with age, and it actually increases your risk of an abnormal heart rhythm. Uh, guys, I have, I am living this right now. Um, I, back almost uh, half a year, just over half a year ago, wound up with an A flutter um, that came out of nowhere. No one can explain it. No one knows where it came from. Came out of nowhere and required required multiple uh, cardiac interventions um, within a three-week time frame. Um, and, you know, has, has changed the way that I view, in a way, my mortality, uh, in a way, because, you know, 
when, when you when you sprain an ankle or you hurt a knee or you're really sore from a workout, you always feel like, okay, I'm going to recover from this. When it was my heart, I had a, I just had a different um, view because there was nothing I could control in that matter, uh, in my mind at that time. Uh, but you know, your heart's electrical system does change. Um, you actually wind up getting an accumulation of damage and inflammation in your heart. Your heart winds up accumulating damage over time just from factors like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, smoking, other lifestyle factors. Um, and the damage winds up leading to inflammation, which can further contribute to heart disease. And which is number five, which is you have an increased risk of heart disease. Because as the heart undergoes all of these changes, the risk of heart disease like coronary artery disease, heart failure, arrhythmias, it increases with age. Um, now, not everyone's going to experience all these things in the same way, but it is a reality of aging. But here's where I want to start to change your mindset because uh, exercise – and you guys know I'm going here, right? It's the MindFit Method podcast. But let's if, let's talk about each one of those things that happens in the heart and the effect that exercise has on it. So I, the first one we talked about was the heart uh, muscle function, right? Um, regular exercise actually helps strengthen the heart muscle, right? It strengthens it. It makes it more efficient at pumping blood through the body which helps prevent the thickening and stiffening of the heart muscle that occurs with age. What does that say to me? It literally reverses aging. Let's talk about maximum heart rate. If you consistently exercise, it can help to increase the maximum heart rate that a person can achieve during physical activity, which helps them maintain cardiovascular fitness. And guess what? It reduces the risk of heart disease. Again, you're turning back the clock. Uh, improving the heart's electrical system. Right? I said before how your heart's electrical system changes as you age. Regular exercise can improve the heart's electrical system. It makes it more efficient at controlling the heart's rhythm, and it reduces your risk of abnormal heart rhythms. Think about this. Right, Every single bullet point that I just went through that is a fact of aging can literally be reversed or slowed because of doing consistent exercise. Let's go to number four. It can reduce exercise, reduces inflammation. When it reduces inflammation throughout the body, uh, it also does it in the heart. And this can help prevent the accumulation of damage and inflammation that, guess what, contributes to heart disease. And it, overall, it just reduces that risk of heart disease. All of the different areas, whether it's coronary heart disease, heart failure, arrhythmias, exercise has a very positive effect in preventing or uh, lessening all of those situations. So, Point for point, I gave you five things that happens to your heart as you age. And point for point, I just give you the five things that exercise does to literally slow or reverse every single one of those things. It doesn't get any better with that. All it requires you to do is to do it and to do it consistently. So that kind of covers the cardiac side of, you know, one of the three purposes of exercising, especially when it comes to aging. But our brain also undergoes several changes that can affect its structure and its function as we age. Uh, the first is a loss of brain cells. Because as we age, we naturally lose some brain cells, particularly in areas that are important for learning and for memory. And this can kind of contribute to the declines that we have in cognitive function or not being able to remember things or always feeling absent-minded. Um, there is reduced blood flow to the brain. Uh, as you get older, uh, the brain's blood flow may decrease which can also contribute to a decline in cognitive function. Uh, decreased plasticity 
So plasticity is really the brain's ability to adapt to new to new experiences, and that can decrease with age. Uh, it can make it harder to learn new things or to adapt to changes in lifestyle, environment, technology, everything. Um, same as the heart, there's an accumulation of damage. The brain can accumulate damage over time from factors such as oxidative stress, inflammation, exposure to toxins. Uh, this can also contribute to your cognitive decline and put you almost at an increased risk of neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's. Um, and number five is kind of like a reduced production of neurotransmitters. And this ties in very closely to the world of the MindFit method, right? Which was all about neurotransmitters and neurofactors, because as we get older, the pr production of neurotransmitters, which are the chemicals that help transmit signals in our brain, may decrease with age, which also can contribute to a, a, a cognitive decline and other changes in your overall brain function. So again, I give you five things that there's no doubt about it. We can't, you know, beat around the bush with it. Five things that occur in our brain as we age. But now, let me give you point for point the effect that exercise has on all of these uh, five issues. So number one, exercise increases blood flow to the brain. So where before we talked about um, a reduction in blood flow, now we're going to talk about how exercise increases your blood flow to the brain. It helps maintain your cognitive function and reduces the risk of neurodegenerative diseases. Uh, number two, exercise Study after study after study shows that it promotes neuroplasticity. Regular exercise promotes the brain's ability to adapt to new experiences and promote the growth of new neural connections, which help maintain cognitive function and improve memory. It literally helps make you smarter. It helps prevent the decline in cognitive function just by exercising. Number three, exercise reduces inflammation. It reduces inflammation at the entire body, and it does that as well in the brain, which again can have a negative effect as time goes on and you age. Um, exercise boosts the production of neurotransmitters. This is the whole premise of the MindFit method. Uh, it increases the production of neurotransmitters, which help maintain cognitive function and other aspects of brain function. And it reduces the risk of neurodegenerative diseases. It's been shown to reduce the risk of things like Alzheimer's. So again, point for point, exercise, self-care, taking care of yourself absolutely has a reversing effect on everything that is naturally occurring in our brain as we age. It literally flips the script on it. All right, so now we've gone through our cardiac side. We've gone through our brain side. Um, now there's the muscle side, our body, right? So what happens as we age specifically on our muscles? Uh, again, I'm going to give you five things. The first is, yes, there is a loss of muscle mass. As we age, we naturally lose muscle mass. It's a condition called sarcopenia. Uh, and this is due to a combination of factors such as decreased physical activity, decreased hormone production, and decreased muscle protein synthesis. Again, this is just part of aging. It what It's what happens. Uh, number two, we have decreased muscle strength. Along with the loss of muscle mass, there's a decrease in strength. And that can affect your activities like carrying things, lifting things, walking, running, um, all of that. Uh, number three, there's a reduction in our muscle flexibility. Aging leads to a reduction in muscle flexibility and your range of motion, which can contribute to decreased mobility and an increased risk of falls. 
right? Which is so often why as we get older, uh, especially into our 70s, 80s, 90s, uh, 100s, uh, our risk of falling is so much more. And because of falling, uh, as an example, there's an increased risk of injury. Number four, as your muscle mass and your strength decline, your risk of injury increases specifically in your bones, in your joints. Um, your bones get so much more brittle. Um, they're easier to break. So there's, again, natural things that occur with aging. And we have slower muscle recovery. As we age, our muscles take longer to recover for exercise, from exercise or injury. Uh, this one hit me like a smack in the face because you're not kidding, right? I have a great workout now. When I used to have you know, a great workout when I was 25 years old, um, I'd be sore for a day and the day after that, I'm good to go. It didn't matter how much DOMS or delayed muscle onset muscle soreness was rocking me within 24 hours. Not, so, not long after that, I was ready to rock and roll again. Today, at 47, it's a very different situation. Uh, it takes me longer to recover from workouts. But again, exercise itself is helping to prevent those exact problems that we are having from aging. So all the things, and if you noticed, all of those things were pretty much due to decrease in physical activity, loss in muscle mass. If you're having a loss in muscle mass, it's because you may not be working those muscles. Decrease in muscle flexibility and, and range of motion because you're not using them. This is literally the epitome of you had better use it or you are going to lose it. There is no way around it. So let's go again, point for point. So if you exercise uh, and do it regularly, particularly strength or resistance training, um, these are the things that happen uh, in regards to those five issues. Number one, you maintain muscle mass. Strength training exercises help to stimulate muscle protein synthesis, which can help maintain or increase muscle mass. It actually reduces the effect of sarcopenia. Number two, you improve your muscle strength because when you do resistance training, it can help to increase your muscle strength, your power, which helps you maintain the ability to perform daily activities and silly things like carrying groceries, reduce your risk of falls, be able to go up the steps okay. You're able to do that better. Um, guess what? It also increases your flexibility and your range of motion because if you do things like stretching, yoga, things like that, it helps to improve that, that flexibility which overall improves your mobility, and guess what? Once again, reduces your risk of injuries. Number four, it, it promotes your bone health, okay? It actually maintains or increases even your bone density, which then reduces your risk of fractures. Uh, number five, and the last one, it improves your muscle recovery. Again, the more you use it, the more your body is used to the cycle of breaking down the muscle to then make it stronger. It allows individuals to return to exercise or daily activities sooner. Guys, point for point. So the first part of every one of those, the first five of each one of those, of the effects of aging, um, that's just a reality. And if you are not using your body, if you're not using your mind, um, if you're not using uh, your heart, you are going to lose it. You're going to age so much faster than you have to. Think about that sentence for a minute. You will age faster than you need to because you don't need to age as fast as you possibly are if you are not exercising and taking self-care uh, seriously in your life. It's just a fact. Now look, I know exercise requires time, but as you guys know, based on all of the uh, workouts that I wrote about in the MindFit Method, um, and then I'm writing about in several new books right now, you don't need hours and hours of exercise each day. 
8 to 14 minutes of a combination of cardiovascular movements and uh, muscle resistance movements, whether it's body weight or whether you're curling or bench pressing, whatever it is, um, you can get that effect that every one of those problems has as we age. You can get that effect to help reverse those things. And here's another thing that just to think about for a moment because exercise can hurt, right? Uh, you exercise, you have a good workout, then you wake up the next morning, your whole freaking body hurts. Uh, and it kind of sucks for the moment. But I want you to look at that pain as something different because that's not pain from an accident or an injury or something that was out of your control. That is pain that you earned, right? You earn that pain. You earn the right to still feel alive and still be able to feel pain. You earned it because you worked your butt off. And as we get older, we may find that we have to adjust how we lift. I don't lift super heavy like I did when I was 27 years old. If I do, I get hurt. In fact, right around uh, the holidays, I was working out with my kids and I, I was doing an exercise for triceps called brain crushers and literally popped a tendon in my elbow. I felt it happen. I was using a lot of weight. And it's just a reminder, Mike, you need to exercise. You need to lift. You need to be strong. But it doesn't mean you need to do what you did when you were 20 years old because you're not going to do that because if you do, you may get hurt. But it doesn't mean you can't slow that process of aging as much as you possibly can by taking care of your body. And guys, I haven't even dove into nutrition yet, but nutrition is obviously a huge part of this as well. Put into your body the fuel that it needs to be healthy. Don't fuel your body with things that's just going to speed up your aging process. Incredibly high fat diets, high sugar diets, uh, tons of alcohol. Don't do those things. Don't put nicotine and tobacco into your body. Those things are just going to make you age faster. Again, it goes back to the thing of you can do things to make it so you don't need to age as fast as your body wants to. You can slow that process. You can reverse that process to a point which is incredible. That's why our bodies are so amazing. Literally, and I, I hate to pull you know Nike's tagline here, but you just have to do it. You just need to do it. You need to embrace the fact that you're getting older. You need to embrace the fact that exercise can have a huge impact on what happens in your heart, in your body, and in your brain. And on the, on, in addition to that, you need to embrace the fact that you can beat this. You can still be the best version of you. I don't care what age you are. The goal is to be the best version of the person that you are at the age that you are today. So to all of you aging adults out there, I hope you guys like this episode. I really want you to go out there, keep kicking butt, keep taking names, keep being the best version of you. Because when we do that, I'm going to tie it back to the kids right now. It still shows and creates that role model that our kids hopefully will grow up to be someday. So guys, I hope you like this episode. And for all of you that keep aging, keep aging, but keep kicking butt at the same time. Until next time.